Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to Go For It. This is Joe. So happy to have you back today, this week, this month, and this year. My goodness, time is flying by, isn't it? Oh, my goodness, I just cannot even believe it. Anyway, hey, this show is sponsored by Go For It Media Training, where we train you to get more out on media. So many people come to me after I wrote my uh, international best-selling book. A lot of people came to me and said, Joe, how do I write a book? How do I do this? How do I do that? And the more I talk to people, the more I heard that people crave that. So this show is uh, sponsored by Go For It Media Training, where we help train you to either write your book, get you in touch with publishers, and also get you out on media. Because media is really where it's about with uh, the publicity of your book or whatever it is that you have to sell, your product or service. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and let me know at joehosman.com. And it's joe at joehosman.com. Remember, I'm the female Joe, so that's J-O, so Joe at JoeHosman.com. Remember, I'm also a speaker, voiceover artist, and, of course, that international best-selling author. But we're all about helping you, and this show is all about helping you. And I hope this is another enlightening show for you because my wonderful guest is Dr. Joe Ann White. Oh, my goodness, I'm excited. I follow her on the social media channels, and I tell you what, she is so positive. And you know, that's what I'm all about, is being Miss Positivity. And the posts that she puts out are always so positive. I just love them. It just gives you a warm feeling. So Dr. Joanne White is an international number one best-selling and award-winning author. She's also a speaker and consultant. She's also president and CEO of Dr. Joanne White Consulting Services, LLC. She also does coaching and training, which is committed to excellence and achievement. She is a certified life, leadership, and business coach and energy master teacher. She empowers and inspires men and women, their families, and businesses to achieve greater health, wellness, and success. Dr. Joanne has helped not hundreds, not thousands, but millions of individuals and organizations shape their own dreams, master their own success, and triumph in business and life. She's been featured online and in publications such as Good Housekeeping, More, and WebMD. She has also appeared on radio and television networks such as NBC, CBS, Fox, and Voice America, sharing her diverse expertise like she is today with Voice America. She is also the executive producer and host of her own TV show called Power Your Life TV and radio shows, and she's the founder of the Power Your Life Network. I love that right there is powerful. Power Your Life Network. She gets to the heart of what matters most to businesses and people. She is also recognized for her civil and humanitarian work in education, entrepreneurship, coaching, and women's issues as a uh, Goodwill Global Ambassador. Dr. Joanne White, welcome to my show. Go for it. Well, thank you so much, Joe. What a beautiful introduction. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here. So as I ask all my guests... Tell us, well, and I got a lot of the information from your um, information that you sent me, but tell the audience how you got to be a best-selling author and a speaker. What led you to all that and kind of how it got to be where you're at today? You know, I've always believed in in service, and that's sort of been my goal and something that I've been doing since I've been... As, actually, as long as I can remember. So I initially started out 
teaching children with special needs and then went on to work at Temple University in the education and special education department and doing a lot of diverse things and also was the executive director of a children and youth services program at Bancroft and then became their director for their whole facility, both adult and children and youth services for um, training research and evaluation. And then I went on to do my own thing because I felt that I had more to give and more to say and more to do. And I'm very passionate about helping people. And some of the ways to do that is what you're doing through a show, through media, through through workshops and seminars, and just be able to to reach people and help people and get to the heart of what they really need. And to me, that's so rewarding and so pleasurable and being on point with what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I never thought I'd ever like, you know, speaking in front of a seminar but or speaking in front of anybody. But with you, you know, you're a speaker as well. Did you find it more intimidating when you went out and did your own seminars or when you went in front of a group of people that you didn't know at all? You know, I have to say to you that I was very shy as a, as a child. Mm-hmm. My teachers used to say to my mother, if she would just speak up in class. So it's like, who is this person who suddenly does, you know, is standing in front of people? I think when I, when I started to do my own seminars, Joe, I was also working my full-time job. So I was kind of stepping into it to get a sense of, my comfort level, but because of the job I was doing, I also had to do presentations and research and and in front of audiences, so that really helped to polish me and to give me the confidence that I needed to, to go for it and, and to open up my business for myself. Yeah, isn't that wonderful that all of a sudden you went from the shy little girl to where you're at today? And who I don't would know ever know? All of a sudden, I think it was gradually. I think sure. that all of us, you know, need to be able to gain a sense of confidence and take a look at who we are. And self-examination for me is very important continuously. Mm-hmm. And to really decide, okay, wh- why am I here? What am I here to do? And if I'm here to reach and to help other people, I can't be this quiet person in the background, I have to be able to be out there and to prove to others that I can do what I've initially been afraid to do and to go for it. Mm-hmm. I love that. So today we're going to talk about redesigning your life and reinventing you, which I love that topic it, because a lot of people, they, you know, they know that they need changes, but they're not sure how to do it. So what does redesigning your life mean? What is that what does that, yeah, what does that mean? Well, first, Joe, I want to make sure that people understand that it doesn't always mean a total overhaul. It doesn't mean that you have to throw everything out the window and start new. You can really look at things in a small way. So take a look at, at your relationships, your values, the work you're doing, your, your network, your friendships, what your, what your purpose is, what's exciting to you, and really get a sense of whether or not 
you're on track with who you choose to be, who you want to be. And if that's not working, take a look at, again, some area of your life that you feel that isn't working. And maybe it's a relationship or maybe it's a job. And there used to be a time where I was working with, with entrepreneurs and they were saying, well, I can't leave my job right now. I, I, I have to stay here. I, you know, I have a family. I have to support my family. And I just can't totally jump ship. And so sometimes, and I, I created a workshop, Take Your Job and Love It, sometimes it's about looking at the job or looking at the relationships and redefining them in some way. Maybe those people that you think are very close to you need to not necessarily be out of your sphere of network, but maybe they need to not be among the very chosen few. And maybe that job that you have that is not the best and that that's creating challenges for you, maybe, it, again, it's not totally jumping ship, but maybe it's tweaking it a little bit. I work with a lot of people who are ready to move forward in their lives, and, and, and oftentimes it's fear or doubt or hesitation that that holds them back from making the change and you know i've 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 redesigned my life so many different times one because of an injury two because you know so many different ways and and it's scary at first. I have to tell you that, that it can be scary because we get comfortable. We get used to what we're doing, even if it's boring, even if it's not on point with who we are or what our gifts are, And but at least it's something and at least we don't have to shake up everything. Mm-hmm. So redesigning your life is looking at those different areas, deciding what's working, What's not working? Can you tweak it a little bit? Do you need to take more of a forward action step to move forward? It's up to you, and you have to make that decision. Sure. So when you say take your job and love it, so when somebody's working full-time, I just want to give an example because I like to give examples. So when you're, somebody's working a full-time job, and but they're doing the business. So if, I'm going to go back to me. So I've done that several times, worked you know a job and then worked a business. At, at, and last time I did it was like 15 years ago. But to get my business up and running, I mean, that was scary. I mean, it was scary to leave my full-time job to... But once I did, my business just kind of just blossomed because I was able to give my full force to it. Is you that know, it was scary for me, too, because I don't think I was well-versed in, well, what does it mean to, to start a business? Mm-hmm. And I just went for it. And that first year was, was not only scary, I made a lot of mistakes. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, okay, you just start a business. Well, how do you just start a business? You have to advertise. You have to make connections. You have to be out there. You have to have some reserve money to do that. And I did not have all of that in place. And it was like, oh, well, look at what I didn't do. Look at what I should have done. And, you know, that was hindsight. So I think it's important. But, again, when you say, when I say take your job and love it, somebody who can't move immediately out of their job, but they're, they're thinking about that and, and they're planning for it because planning and strategic planning, Joe, is very important. What about your job gives you a sense of purpose or some level of fulfillment? Is it the, fun, the money? Is it the vacation time? Is it the fact that you're supporting your family? 
is it the relationships that you've built there? Is it that there's some, even if it's not every aspect of the job that you like, but if it's one small portion that you value, it's about looking at those areas because at this moment in time, you're not about to, like I said, jump ship. You're not about to leap, but, but focus on how that job, at least right now, is serving you. Now, I don't also recommend that you stay there forever because when people are not happy and their values with their job and their values with where they're working are not in sync with with who they are, there's, there are going to be some problems, challenges, even sickness or, or, or deciding not to show up for work or, or not doing the best that you can. So you really, I think it's so important to really know what's going on in your life and who you are. And, and I always tell my people that I work with and my clients that you need to really be okay with a self-evaluation, with looking at your life in all the different components and deciding, firstly, being honest with yourself, and that's, mm-hmm. that's key, and deciding honestly and, and earnestly what's working and what's not working and what you need to do to change. And oftentimes we need help in, in deciding that and in defining that too. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it, you think it might be one thing and it's something totally different. Right. So I've, I've you know, had that happen because years ago um, I was going to I wasn't going to do any I was going to do dan- movement therapy dance therapy that's what I was going to get my master's degree in and I had a I had a an injury and that injury was it was it was very painful an in, a dancing injury it was very painful and it sort of made me pull back and reevaluate and. It, it led me on a totally different path. And it was, it's interesting, Joe, because it really was the right path. Mm-hmm. And initially, when oftentimes we say when we're go, facing a challenge and whatever, why am I here? Why, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. And I believe that at that time, for me, it was about, you know, the universe giving me information that, okay, this is great, because I still dance, but not professionally. But to be able to step back, evaluate, and redefine who I am and who I was. So I shifted gears and I went into something similar but very, very different that has been very fulfilling. And then there was another time, and that was when I was the executive director of the Children and Youth Services Program. Um, I was loved what I was doing there. I loved working with the kids and the families and the parents and and my colleagues. And yet, the the program, not my program, the the whole overall value. Uh, they brought in a new president. And everything got to be very, very behavioral. That doesn't mean I don't work with behavior or whatever, but it, it, it wasn't embracing all of what I felt. My, you know, my heart wasn't in it, that's, that's, mm-hmm. you know, and it was before. And, and I, I, I'm the kind of person, Joe, that really needs to be committed and have my heart engaged in whatever I'm doing. That's part of my, my need for fulfillment and, and my purpose. And so it became obvious to me that 
it wasn't happening, that something had shifted because of the, the restructuring, the reorientation of the facility. And so I remember I was also a, an adjunct at Temple University, and I remember seeing, going there in the evenings and seeing a sign. It was advertising some alcoholic beverage, which I don't even remember that, but it said, do what you love do what you love, and I remember tears streaming down my face, and and every time I saw that, it was like the universe saying to me, okay, get the courage, you're not happy here, you were, it was beautiful, It it was wonderful for a time, for a long time, and then something changed, and now it's time to move forward and do what you love and step out and venture. And it's scary, but it's so yes. fulfilling when you're on track with who you are and with your purpose. Uh, you know, that is a beautiful story because a lot of time, and we only have like 30 seconds until break, but it's it's really wonderful when something like that, those words just took out to you. And you knew you weren't happy, but you weren't maybe sure, you know, what to do. So that is phenomenal. I do the exact same thing. Like, I'll read something, I'll be like, I'm not, I might have read it yesterday and might have just like let it go by. But if I read it again, all of a sudden it's like right there in my face. So thank you for sharing that. That is, that's powerful. And ladies and gentlemen, when we come back after break, we've got a lot more to talk with about with Dr. Joanne White. I'm really excited to learn more about her and more about what she does with her business. So if you have questions for the show, you know, you can give us a call. We'd love to have you on air with us at 1-866-472-5790. That is during this live show, or you can reach out to us as well. Dr. Joanne's website is drjoannewhite.com or PowerYourLifeNetwork.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit johosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month media package. This is an $800 value. My Go For It Media Group helps you expand your brand utilizing media. Finding your media outlets to promote your business, including my Go For It radio show. Check out johosman.com where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my best-selling book, coaching, and training programs, support for the radio show, and much more. Don't wait. Check out johosman.com today for this special offer. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, johosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's johosman.com or 605-941-7969. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. 
listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America. Hey, loving with what we have on with Dr. Joanne White today. She is so powerful. I just love her energy. She is full of energy and full of life, and that's why she has her business, Power Your Life Network, because you know what? She's got it going on. So before the break, we're talking about redesigning your life, right? And I love what you say, because a lot of people, when you when people hear that, they're like, oh my gosh, I got to do a total overhaul. You don't have to. You just do one thing at a time if that's all you need. It's whatever your choice is and your need is, but doing it a little bit over time eventually you get more and more into it. Like when you, if you have kids, well, goodness gracious, nobody ever told you how to have a child. Maybe they might have, but you never know it until you actually have a child. Same thing with running a business or running your life, Des- redesigning your life. You don't know what it's like until you take those steps to do it. So we're going to talk about now in this segment, and we've talked about this a little bit, but what are the necessary components to a new life design? I am really excited to hear of what she's got to say because I know I'm like with you, Dr. Joanne, you're talking about you've redesigned your life many times. I have done the same and you never know what the future might hold. So let's talk about that. What are the necessary components to a new life design? Well, first I want to say, I I want to add to what you just said because it's so important because people are afraid often to just think, okay, I have, to, I have to throw away everything that I've been building and start anew. And what you said is very important. You don't have to do everything at one time. You can take little steps. As, as long as you're, you're moving forward, you can take the time that you need to do so and to do it comfortably and focus on one particular area and then possibly the next. That's so important. Mm-hmm. So um, oftentimes... Well, the components, is that what you want to know, the components? Yeah, yeah absolutely. The necessary components. Okay. I mean, I think yes. that would be fantastic. Think about your, I like to, to envision our lives and, and how to, to shift it and change it as an architect. So an architect before an architect just leaps and builds a building or whatever, an architect has to create a blueprint and think about the design and how things are going to fit and take some time with all of that evaluating the different pieces before the architect actually goes out and builds that building. And the architect not only needs himself or herself, they need other people, tools, ways to do it, what the right resources to be able to do it. So all those are so important. And when I said earlier, when I started my first business, I was clueless and about all those things that I needed, but it's so important to look at that. And you've talked about writing because you and I are both authors and, and best-selling authors. And what's mm-hmm. important to know, too, is like, so think about an architect or even a, a, an author, a writer, who's designing a book. Okay, so you have to first figure out what it is you want to say, what it is you want to do. You create chapters. You have to organize it. You have to evaluate everything, go back and make the necessary changes. So it's a process. It's not like jumping into the situation or into the fire head first. You really 
have to take the steps to figure out what's necessary. And that's so important. Mm-hmm. What's necessary to make that shift, make that change. Mm-hmm. And sometimes looking at a blank blank page, it's hard to do. You know, be it writing a book, be it your life. Sometimes you look at your life. I've talked to other people that say, but I don't know what to do. It's like like their future is a blank page. And I said, well, start. let's just start plugging stuff in. Let's start plugging in what you want to do. And then they start getting a better picture of it, just like what you said with the book. When we write a book, it's a blank page until we start. You, you're right. Adding. And you have to take a look at what your values are, mm-hmm. what your interests are, your passions, mm-hmm. and also your strengths and your talents, because all that goes into, again, if you're, whether it's your business or your family, what the, what's needed to make the shift that's going to also make you happier, feel a sense of fulfillment, a sense that you're on track with your purpose, but also favorably affect the people that are close to you, too. You're not just going to go out and like, okay, family, bye, I'm leaving. I, you know, you, you, you have to really take all that into consideration, and it's important. And I want to emphasize it's a process, too. I said that before, but I think mm-hmm. that you don't have to rush. The timetable is your timetable. Now, oftentimes something happens, like whether it's sometimes it's an earthquake or something that's going on outside of you that makes you have to make some fast decisions about what you need to do and how you need to shift your life because of the circumstances that you weren't prepared for. And we're not always prepared for life circumstances. So it's important during those times to really maybe get necessary support from Mm -hmm. other people, but to also see what you need to do that's in keeping with your values, that's going to keep you, your family, whatever, safe, and comfortable, but not too comfortable, Joe. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is, is oftentimes people don't shift and don't change, and they can, but they're so much in their comfort zone here. They feel that, well, why bother? It's, it's not the best thing. It doesn't really feel good, but, you know, it's better than, than the unknown, and you mentioned that before, mm-hmm. because the unknown can be incredibly scary. But I always mm-hmm. say to myself, because that's been scary for me, I always say, well, what's the alternative? If I stay here and I'm not happy and I'm, I'm not feeling fulfilled and, and life can be short, what's the point of, of doing something when I'm not feeling that this is what I'm here to do, that this is what I need to do that's fulfilling, that's also going to give me the necessary support that I need. So I think it's all that factors into designing and redesigning your life. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that more people focus, like when you ask them to focus on things, do you notice that people focus more on their negative or the fear than they do of the positive things that are in their life? Yes, they, I think mm-hmm. so. I, <laughs> and that's probably why I put out all, all those <laughs> mm-hmm. positive messages mm-hmm. because 
when we're in change, and I'm also in, in a state of shift right now, when we're in change, it's, it can be scary. I know mm-hmm. it. I, you and I both know it. We've mm-hmm. experienced it. But the beauty is to be able to move past that fear and to to look at some of the, the favorable sides of, of moving forward. So what does it do? See, I also work a lot with energy. So if, if all we're doing, Joe, is focusing on, oh, this is horrible, life is da-da-da, what are we bringing into our lives? From an energetic perspective, we're creating more of that energy that we don't want within our lives. And it doesn't mean that we're just creating it for this moment. It's a continuation, a continuum. So we're creating it also for tomorrow and the next day and the day after. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's why, as you are and I am, Dr. Joanne White and I are a lot in common that way. We focus on the positive and on the good that can come because we have redesigned our lives so many times that it's just, it, I'm not going to say it comes natural, but it almost comes natural. If that's a, we know how to process through, I guess, and figure but it's out how we want scary. to. It's still scary. Absolutely, it is. It's very scary right. because. I want to say that to people because they think, oh, well, Joe and Joanne have done this, so there's no fear involved or doubt or whatever. No, oh, that's no. not no, true. That's not true. <laughs> right. That's not that's true at all. Actual. That's part of the human condition. But the key is to be able to move past that and decide I'm not going to stay stuck. To me, being stuck is, oh, I'd rather take that risk. And, and it's not, you know, when I say risk, I mean, if you're evaluating and, and doing that examination, it's a, it's a risk that's not, okay, I'm just going to jump off a cliff. It, it's, it's purposeful and it's decisive and, and there's some planning involved in it. And that's also very important. Well, it's kind of ironic. I was talking to somebody about, they were looking at, and I used to be in real estate, so real estate still intrigues me, but they were going, they've been talking about how they want to buy something in the South because during the winter they want to get down there for, um, because it's warmer. So I had a friend reach out to me the other day and say, hey, you know, if you know of anybody that, you know, I'm listing this property. Okay, fine. So I contacted them and I said, hey, I just want to let you know, automatically they go, nope, too expensive, not going to do it. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, hold the fort, (laughs) you know? And I said, it's just a starting point. You don't have to buy this particular property. It's just a starting point to start looking, you know, but right. auto- automatically their focal yeah. point. It's like their okay, fear went so up. This yeah. property has th- has these aspects to it. Maybe it's too high price for me, but but what you know? Again, what else is there that's out there that may be similar or whatever? You you do have to start from somewhere, mm-hmm. and that is so important. And not to say no, I can't do it. I won't do it. It's too scary. I, um, forget it. Because yeah. take. Decide years from that moment when you said, no, I can't do it. It's too scary. I'll just stay stuck. Fast forward 10 years, 20 years or whatever, and you're looking back and and you're thinking, why didn't I? My life could have been different. My, My whatever could have been so much better or more comfortable or more in favor of, of who I am and my gifts and my talents. And yet I, I, 
chose to stay stuck because it was too scary to 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 take that that leap and I, that leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what it is a leap of faith, and you're right. Just just starting to look. Those are that's the process of taking it step by step. You know that you're you're right. That that in that particular instance, that property pro- might you know probably was too expensive. But you take what you like from that and move it into something else and something else. And that's that's just the way that goes. But that's that's just an automatic response a lot of people have. Nope, can't do it. Nope, you know. And it's like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so it's just, but it's just a matter of doing that. So let's get on to. Um, how can you tell if you are on the right track with your life? I mean, because I know when it feels good and you're like, yes, this is it. But is that how you know when you're on the right track or how do you know that? Well, that's a that's a very strong indicator. If it feels good and, again, you're using your gifts and your talents and it feels comfortable, and I don't mean the, com- the you know, the comfort zone where you don't want to do anything, you're just stuck, but where it feels like, wow, I, I'm val- I feel valued and I'm valuing myself. And, again, that it's in keeping with your values and with your beliefs and with a sense of what what you're here to do, and I'm I'm focusing a little bit now on career or business or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ways to know. Oftentimes, when people are not in the right business or the right career, they'll get sick. Mm-hmm. There'll be problems in relationships if they, if it's a, a not a great relationship, and they and that relationship's very problematic. When people are not comfortable in a job, there there may be a lot of absenteeism or just not doing their best at work because they're just bored and they're just not connected and not really in alignment. And alignment is so important. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, so if you're in a job, let's say, and, and you're stuck, and that job is constantly taking you away from your family, and your family is incredibly important, but you don't, you're afraid to, to shift your job, but your family life is suffering, then what's going on? Why aren't you deciding what what's really important to you? And if t- taking that shift, redesigning your life, feels that it's in keeping with your values and in keeping with what makes you feel good and what feels right and what's on course with with the important people around you, then that's very much one of the indicators or indices to yes, this this I am on track with mm-hmm what I'm doing and with the changes that I'm making. Absolutely. I know, you know, I had, well, there's been several jobs that all of a sudden I'd wake up. I'm like, I don't want to go there. Uh, That's just not one place I want to go. But yet I had to at that time in my life. But as I got older and as I started, you know, learning more about like what you're talking about, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why that's why I don't want to go there. You know, it's not aligning with what I need and what I want. Now, we only have like two minutes until break. And when we come back after break, I really want to talk about self-love and self-confidence mm-hmm. and how people can work with that with their life design and their redesign as they move forward through life. Because a lot of times, we've talked about it many times throughout the show, that fear and that doubt or whatever other people expect us to 
be or do kind of hold us back. And that's why just gradual steps, you know, moving toward what you want in your life is really good. So when we come back after break, we're going to talk a lot about that because I love self-love, self-confidence and all that that goes with it. I do too. Yeah, and as as you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Joanne White is really good at this. She's into the um, energy level and the feelings of it all. And so I love that. I love interviewing you. But for more information with Dr. Joanne White, her website, again, is Dr. Joanne White. And Joanne is J-O-A-N-N-E, so drjoannewhite.com. Or her other one is PowerYourLifeNetwork.com. Now, if you have questions for the show, you know what? would love to have you email me at joe at joehosman.com, and I can always forward those on to Dr. Joanne if, if it's after the show. Or you can give us a call during this live show at one 472 And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? We'll be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month media package. This is an $800 value. My Go For It media group helps you expand your brand utilizing media. Finding your media outlets to promote your business, including my Go For It radio show. Check out joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my best-selling book, coaching, and training programs, support for the radio show, and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com today for this special offer. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America with the wonderful Dr. Joanne White is my awesome guest expert today. Have you been learning as much as I have been? Oh, my goodness. Phenomenal. So now we're going to talk about, because we're in our last segment, and I really want to get into this because we're going to talk about self-control, self-love, and self-confidence, and what that has to do with life design and redesign. So, Dr. Joanne, let's really talk about that. Let's talk about what it takes for self-control, self-love, self-confidence. 
Well, it's so important when we're designing our lives or redesigning our lives is to really think about there are so many areas, Joe, that we don't have control over, okay? We don't have control over the weather. We don't often have control of, of politics. We don't have control of, of a lot of things outside of our lives. But take a look at what we do have control of because that can give us a sense of personal power. We have choices. We have choices in terms of our relationships, in terms of what we want to do in our life. In terms, and, and so I remember after 9-11, I was working with a group, and, and, and there was a lot of fear and a lot of upset, and people were, were saying, look at what happened. How do we... And, and what was so important, Joe, at that time was to, to pull back and to say, okay, what do you have control over? What in your life can you take charge over and about? And that's key. And so when we're talking about design and redesign, it's about this is your life. You are the master, you are the architect, you are the designer of it, and that's within your control. Is everything about it in your control? No, but your choices are, certain steps are, the the feeling of empowerment, the choices that I said that you're making, how you envision a situation, how you evaluate it, whether you go with fear, whether you whether you push forward whether you follow your passion, all those things are part of what we have control over, and that's so important. And when you're talking about, you mentioned, like, loving self-love and belief and whatever, and that, that to me is key because even in relationships, and, and I've talked a lot about this recently, when you're not loving yourself, when you're not feeling confident about yourself, what are you portraying to other people? What are you putting out there in the world? And not only in the world, but for yourself. I mentioned earlier that that I was incredibly shy as a kid, and I had to find my voice, and I had to find my voice. I I didn't have to, but I felt that I wasn't being true and honoring who I was, and even though it was scary, and it was really scary because I was like, I like to be quiet. <laughs> it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like it today, but it was about, okay, what what did I need to look at? And part of that for myself and for many of the clients that I've worked with is is not feeling good enough or or looking at how we've been judged in the past by other people, family professor, school, what you know, whatever, siblings, you name it, and what that means. So are we always going to be stuck by other people's opinions of ourselves that may not be true, or are we going to take a look at who we are, even our challenges, even the areas that we're not so crazy about, and I have those as well, and decide, you know what, in spite of that, I love who I am. I'm dedicated to, I believe that part of our lives is about continuously evolving and growing and doing service. So what do I need to do to love myself more, to grow myself more? And when you're doing that, and that's part of your life design and redesign, it really helps because it gives you more confidence, more of a sense of purpose and a sense of focus. 
Mm-hmm. It really does. And it makes you get up in the morning, too. You know, a lot of times if you're dragging because you don't want to do something, it's when you have um, purpose with your life, it makes you get up and want to go, go after that. And once you have that, it's a phenomenal feeling. Don't I you totally agree? agree. And mm-hmm. and you know what? You don't not everybody has self has self confidence and not everybody is, is totally loving themselves. And that I think that's a challenge for many, many people. So mm-hmm. it's about taking a look at, you know, what aspects of m- of me do I like? And sometimes it's about polling people that love you, not people that, that <laughs> are not in your corner and say to them, What what do you see? Are, are my positive traits? What you know? What, but you have to be careful with that too. But you do. Be- also, I mentioned this earlier about being really honest and authentic with yourself. What about you? Don't you like? I remember, and this is a silly story, but I remember being that quiet person, being in, and this was going on while I was in college. I was. I had a boyfriend and. And we were in a car with another couple, and they're all talking. And in my head, I'm saying, Joanne, say something, say something, just say anything, just just open up your mouth. And and that's all going on inside my head, Joe, while they're all mm-hmm. conversing, and I'm sitting in the back seat, quiet, quiet, meek little me. Mm-hmm. That was very painful, and that was a wake up call. It was like, what are you doing? You're not happy this way. This is, doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. And it's not who I choose to be. So I had mm-hmm. to work at shifting that. It's what, and again, it's not always easy, but it feels so much better to be in a place of more confidence and more self-ease. Is it perfect? No, I don't know that anything's perfect, but mm-hmm. it's much better than that little voice in my head, say something, do something, <laughs> just, just open your mouth. <laughs> and doesn't it feel good, though, to be able to open up your mouth and talk? I think when I was growing up, my brothers, because I have two older brothers, I think they wanted me to be quiet because I probably talked too much to them. But when it came to speaking in front of a group, there was no way I was ever going to do it. But it's because of life's challenges and what happens in life is, you know, where for me, I wanted to go help other people or the only way I knew to help other people was to talk and or write the book. Or, you know, go speaking. I thought, if I go speaking, oh, my gosh, people are going to, you know, they're going to actually look at me and listen to me. I remember thinking that. And then I thought, yeah, that's what that's what you want. <laughs> but it's really getting over that whole, you know, the whole phenomenon. Like I would go to seminars after seminars, and I would just study the people on stage. Sometimes, I, I mean, I listened to what they had to say, too, but I really studied them and, like, how they presented themselves, how they what they talked about, how people um, interacted with them. And I thought, one day that's going to be me. One day I'm going to be doing that. And, you know, again, baby steps. I didn't do it overnight. It was just baby steps trying to get there. And it it works, but it's stepping into that, you know, my very first time. Well, I still get nervous. I don't know about you, but I still get nervous. But when I get up there. And, you know, I think that's part of it because I've always said to people, using that energy, that nervous energy can, it's like, two sides of a coin. One is the fear and the nervous energy. You turn it around, you can create more excitement with it. So that nervous energy can be shifted. And and when you're out there doing talks, it can, wow, look at her energy and whatever. But you, you, you have compensated for the fear 
and whatever you're going through by utilizing it and by shifting it. And what you said was really important because when you're, it's, it's important to study other people. It's important to take a look at what other people are doing, not so that you copy them, but what's working? What, what mm-hmm. do you, you know, what are the similarities? What, what can help you be a better person, a better parent, a better speaker, a better writer, whatever. So all of that is very important. Now, I love to write. I've been writing since I've been able to pick up a pen. So maybe my quietness was about putting all of it on paper. But again, I had I needed to find like you were talking, I needed to find my voice to be able to to reach out to more people and to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important. We're all here no matter if it's a very small difference or whatever, but we're here to make a difference. We're here to help. We're here to love. We're here to grow ourselves and to serve. And it doesn't have to be in a huge, big way, but in some small way that fulfills you, that gives you a sense of purpose, that makes you feel good, that makes you feel like, yes, this is where I need to be. Yeah, that's absolutely. so important. Absolutely. And that's exactly what makes, you know, what makes me feel important too is getting, well, when I was younger, I never, I never would sit alone. Like if I was going to be alone, I had to leave. I mean, I just, that just drove me crazy. And now I love it because now life I is busy. Opposite. I used to love to be alone. I'd wake up earlier than my family, go out. <laughs> I must have had a lot of freedom. And uh-huh. go to the, the store on a weekend and, and get and and get and I used to love to take walks and 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 be out and I used to call my bicycle midnight and ride it all over the place like it was a horse uh-huh. and, and I had to learn how to get comfortable with people I loved I love the common you know I need time for myself but mm-hmm. I also love being with people. So it's interesting how both of us came from different places. But again, you do what you need to do and get out there and make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now I do what you, you I mean, you probably still do. But now I, I had to teach myself to get up early because I was one that would sleep in until the last minute. And I taught myself how to get up early well, probably a couple of years ago now. And so that's what I do now. And I'll go to the store early or I'll uh, get up and read, do it, whatever, or go work out, whatever the case may be. But yeah, it, I had to teach myself to do it. And it was hard to do because I'm somebody that, you know, I used to roll in at the last minute and I don't do that anymore. I, you know, I take my life seriously. I take my business seriously and everything else. So, well, before we're about done with the show, let's uh, talk about one more thing. How does age factor into redesigning and reinventing ourselves? Because you know, I'm going to have a birthday um, here soon. It's, it's and so- amazing because I've, I've done a seminar on creative aging and did a lot of research. And there are so many people. Firstly, we don't always stay in one career. So there are so many people at various ages, even at age 70 or 80 or 90. And you wouldn't think, well, what are they doing who are redesigning and reevaluating themselves and and creating something anew. And I think that years ago, I was polling people who were like in their 40s and 50s and asking them about their lives. And and many of them said, you know, as I got older, I had more confidence, more self-assurance, knowing, knowing more about who I was and what I wanted to do. And so 
I, it was easier for me to shift a career and, and when I was older because I had, firstly, the experience and, and, and the self-knowledge, and I'm going to emphasize that, the self-knowledge of who I am and, and where I was and who I was and where I've come from and what I want to do. So I don't know that age it has to be a limit. I don't see it as all at, at all as a limitation. I see it as a strength, and I'm about to do something very different. I'm not going to reveal it yet. That's for another time. But to me, it's like a total shift in many ways. And I'm up there in age, but hey, I think it's great to be able to do that. And I think that it's also important because we're role models. And what we're, we're teaching younger generations, too, is like, hey, you have the ability, the strength, the wherewithal to be able to do and to shift yourself and to step into any situation that you want to or that you choose to despite your age. And you can do it with finesse and you can do it with love and you can do it with clarity and you can do it with enthusiasm and with confidence. And I think that... To me, age is irrelevant, and it's just so nice to know that no matter what, no matter how old I am or how old you are, we're continuously growing and evolving, and if we want to start another business, go for it. That's right. Go for it. A couple weeks ago, I was at a seminar, and I sat next to a gentleman who was 84, almost 85 years old, and he goes to every seminar and that revolves around a business that he's in, and he's still very, very, very active. So age is no limit, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I I, I had a client who came in. She was like 86 years old. She said, I'm here because I want to shift my life. And many people, somebody said to me, well, Joanne, why would somebody at that age, I mean, how could they do it? But to me, it was like, wow, look at this woman, how strong and how incredible she is that she's recognizing she needs to make a change and not only is recognizing it, Joe, but is willing to take that step to do it. That's right. And Dr. Joanne, we we do have to end the show, but as I ask all my guest experts, if there's one lasting um, words of advice you could give my worldwide audience, what would that be? Do what you need to do to be on track and on purpose with who you truly are. Really look and evaluate yourself. Know your strengths. Know your weaknesses. Be authentic. Be honest with who you are. And know that you're here to be the most beautiful you that you can be. And part of doing that is to be in a place in, a, in your life, whether it's relationships, business, work, whatever, that really feels good and is on purpose with who you are and with your gifts. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. And for ladies and gentlemen, you can contact Dr. Joanne White at www.drjoannewhite.com or power, is it poweryournetwork.com as well. So ladies and was that right? Power Your Network? It's yes, Power, Power Your, Your Life, Life Network. Network. But, but that's that's a larger network, so drjoannwhite.com is the way to get to me. Perfect. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. So you can check out my website, joehosman.com. Always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So I'll go, out, go out and be great today. Be great always. God bless. Have a great week. We'll see you here next week for another exciting show. Thank you. 
for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.